0: Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, and the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now he is Armstrong
1: and Getty.
0: Uh, apparently, he's uh, still in the elevator. Live from Studio C, Senor. Again, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Information Complex, this is the Armstrong and Getty Show, live in living color on this Thursday, August 26th, the year of our Lord 2021. We thought 2020 was bad, just goes to show you. This morning, we're toiling under the tutelage of our Honorary General Manager, People who refuse to stay in their pen. Independent thinkers. Those who are willing to question authority.
1: I'm not a fan. You're not? No. don't like independent
0: thinking. You gotta do what everybody else does. Think what everybody else thinks. Say <laughs> what everybody else says. And obey your betters. They only have your best interests in mind. Just think exactly. If they
1: didn't, they wouldn't be doing it.
0: Pretty obvious. They're in authority because they're better than you.
1: Exactly. I was just uh, listening to the montage of Nancy Pelosi uh, tongue-lashing people for not wearing masks. Really good montage of that day, on Tucker Carlson the other night. And then the video that came out over the weekend of her and Napa at that party. Everybody without masks. Fabulous. All, all the super rich. And they were all white. Not that I care about race, but just kind of interesting when you get these super wealthy Democrats all together. It's a whole bunch of old white people. Um, hanging around with no masks on, except for the people who worked there,
0: many of whom were brown, and they were wearing masks. Well, there you have it. That's the Democratic Party for you. Great rhetoric, but in practice, a very, very different uh, effect, a very, very different reality. Gosh, it's almost as if a lot of their programs are designed to keep people dependent, as I've been saying for decades now, to the delight of no one. So I was looking at the
1: latest financial news that just came out, because it always comes out on a... um thursday for whatever reason and uh some good growth some definitely good growth uh, we can talk about later um i'm waiting for that inflation number though for some reason that doesn't i think that comes out on friday uh that inflation number that's the that's the one that's got me uh worried about my future
0: yep yep a little concerned about that is as are a lot of people Oh, we need to officially start the show. So, what they is it? Do.
1: It's Little Friday. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this uh, Thursday, August 26th,
0: the year uh, 2021, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, here we go officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. The Taliban wants to be recognized in international community restaurants a- a- across Belgium. They probably have a climate plan coming.
1: <laughs> wow. Pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty good shot. So Ben Sass on Morning Joe on MSNBC today, and he uh, he's really arguing against the deadline for getting people out of Kabul. And then I heard a political reporter say, uh, was asked, behind the scenes, what are Republicans and Democrats saying? And the political reporter said, pretty much everybody is saying, ignore the deadline. Just wait until you get everybody out. So it's interesting as listening to the news then after that and the way they worded it. And they're probably more or less reading a press release from the State Department because that's what news is today. Um, uh, they reported that the Pentagon will start their uh, getting out on August 31st. So is that the way Biden's going to massage this with the Taliban? We're going to get people out up until the 31st, which gives us like three, four more days. And then, okay, 31st here, going to start getting our uh, military out. Of course, that takes a couple of days, but we are
0: leaving. It's the 31st. We're going to start leaving. I wonder if that's what they're doing. Well, I would like, please, somebody to address the question of the Taliban who rape women, little boys, and little girls. They slit throats. They behead people. They go back on every promise they've made. uh, They get a vote as well. So what if they just start coming over the walls and it's a firefight on uh, on uh, September the 1st? Maybe we're hoping that if we've got everybody out and it's just
1: our military, it's like, you want to get in a fight with us right here? All right.
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm concerned for those uh, fellas and gals oh, in the airport they oh are doing gosh. heroic work and in, in a circumstance that's, well, it's unprecedented.
1: Oh, yeah, and it'd have to be in the back of your mind, at what point is the Taliban going to turn on us, or what is getting out of here going to look like? They're not going right. to take shots at us as we're, uh, we're taking
0: off? It's hard to imagine. And grab ten hostages just for negotiating purposes?
1: Right. Anyway, so that is uh, Tuesday, the deadline on that.
0: Oh, and it's probably worth mentioning that uh, the big story uh, at o Dark 30 this morning out of Afghanistan is that uh, Americans have been ordered to retreat back to their homes and away from the airport if they're at the gates because there's credible intelligence of an attack coming from that ISIS-K. Again, the world's worst breakfast cereal. <laughs> um, and, and so they've said it's too safe. Wait till we text you and come to, the air, uh, to tell you to come to the airport.
1: Boy, so you're just hunkered down in your house hoping ISIS doesn't knock on the door waiting for the State Department to send you an email that says, now's the time to come. Right. That's a heck of so a So you situation. can get
0: punched in the face of a Taliban checkpoint.
1: And then, uh, have we made a show decision on this? So the guy that might end up being governor of California, Larry Elder, talk show host, if Gavin Newsom gets recalled, his ex-girlfriend's been going around making all kinds of salacious claims about him. Well, a different ex-girlfriend uh, is willing to come on the show and say he was a good guy, and that his Other ex-girlfriend is a
0: crazy person. Do we want to talk to that person? or Uh, Her saying he's a good guy is really immaterial. Saying the other girlfriend's a crazy person sounds (laughs) gossipy-licious. I've never had his... I don't know if I've ever,
1: ever had... I'm I'm pretty positive that I haven't. I don't think I've ever had an ex-girlfriend that knew another ex-girlfriend.
0: Like, knew, knew them. Hmm. Almost positive. So that's uh, a kind my, of an interesting situation. My wife met my longtime girlfriend before I was with my wife, and they hit it off like crazy. Uh, so that was interesting. But would she uh, know know her? Uh, pardon me? Would she know know her? Like, could speak to her character in a court case? Oh, no. No. See, that's no. what I mean. That's I just, a good point. Yeah. Although I have a feeling, uh, I get the feeling from the description we got that uh, Larry talked a fair amount about this crazy ex who he couldn't get to leave. And, you know, it was an ongoing topic. That
1: could be. That could be. Anyway, so I don't know. It's up to you if you want to talk to that person or not. Uh,
0: I, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it seems Ridiculous. Here, here's what I know for sure. I want to It's play ridiculous these.
1: that who's governor of California
0: could hinge on it. That seems ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I do want to do. Uh, I want to play that uh, Larry Elder moral court uh, promo <laughs> That's right. that we played yesterday. We played that a l- little later in the show, didn't we? I don't remember, but everybody
1: should hear it because he tried to get a Judge Judy show going, which you can't blame him. That's a, that's a lucrative
0: uh, business opportunity. Hey, Michael, can you grab clip 30 from yesterday easily enough? The tension of a court show. You're both degenerates, and you discuss me. The emotion of a talk show. Uh, hold up, everybody. I'm talking over here. The excitement of a game show. With cash prizes for those who are morally right. $2,000 to the accuser. This show isn't about small claims. You don't do something to somebody that you don't want done to you. It's about the difference between right and wrong. Right. That is my judgment. Moral Court, where it pays to be right. There you go.
1: I'm, I'm the Reverend Jeffrey Barry. I'm taking my nephew, Scott, to moral court for cutting me out of his life and shunning me because I'm the imperial wizard of the Ku Klux Klan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're both degenerates and you disgust me. I like the one guy with the, the emotion of a talk show and he did the classic dumb guy voice. Hey, everybody quiet. Thought I'm talking over here. <laughs> That's just complete, utter nonsense. Gavin Newsom is not impressed. Oh, remind, that reminds me, I've got this uh, really interesting uh, piece of journalism about uh, geneticists who are studying the genetic roots of all sorts of attributes that either make you successful or unsuccessful in life. Hmm. Uh-huh. Genetic uh, in- attributes. Yeah, from okay. intelligence to ambition to openness to new experience and all sorts of stuff. And there are a lot of people in the world of science who hate the idea of because they're afraid it will result in eugenics like uh, attitudes about inferior and superior How human would it beings. not? Well, it, it uh, my response to that and we can talk about it more later but my response to that is pursue knowledge and stick to sacred principles. We're not going to have a class system. We're not going to put people in camps because they're dumb. You know, we're we're not going to discriminate. We're not going to forcibly uh, sterilize people, whatever. Just take the knowledge. Well, that's, the Nazis had a lot of those beliefs. Well, look, the Nazis designed great rockets, too. But we have rockets. Let science do its thing within certain ethical parameters. Quit with your, we don't want to turn into the Nazis. Knowledge didn't make the Nazis. Hatred did and desire for control. So we will have to uh, talk about that a
1: little bit later. Unemployment claims are up slightly for the first time in five weeks. I'm not sure that means anything. But anyway, we'll take a look at the economic numbers that just came out. How's mailbag look?
0: Oh, it's it's good. Oh, my goodness. There are some surprises, some real twists and turns. (laughs) (laughs) The excitement of a court case with the (laughs) cash prizes
1: of a game show and the...
0: The passion of a talk show.
1: Efficiency of a jiffy. Talk it over here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all, all that is on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: from Afghanistan is currently on hold because of terrorist threats. More on that later. New financial numbers in, jobless claims, that sort of stuff. We'll get to that next segment.
0: Ah, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. This is interesting. I'm looking at... Uh, I thought I'd do some Dwight D. Eisenhower uh, quotes. but Awesome. I... Um... I forgot until seconds ago, and I'm coming across quotes that have nothing to do with freedom-loving, but they're really interesting, including never waste a minute thinking about people you don't like.
1: And then so this one. I, uh, uh, yeah. So people that do that kind of thing really effortlessly, are they just built that way, or they have more control? or You know. Because <sighs> lots of people
0: think various things are good ideas. Just uh, right doing them right. is not as easy. Which might bring us back to the study I was talking yep. about, uh, you know, if, uh, how many of our attributes are genetically determined, at least. Um, of course, you know, it, well, we'll get, we'll get into that when we get into that. Uh, da, 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 da. Leadership. Here's your actual freedom-loving quote of the day. Leadership is the art of getting someone else to do something you want done because he wants to do it. That is pretty good. That's a good definition. Mailbag. You can email us, don't you know? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You got a thought, an opinion, you want to send something along we ought to be talking about? Go ahead. We're going to begin with this. I'm going to wolf down a little humble pie. Greg from Brookhaven, Mississippi writes, Joe, I was just a little offended by the way you described Mississippi and our illiteracy the other day. I love the Armstrong and Getty show. Listen to the podcast every day. Please take it easy on us. As we fight the stereotypes of both the south and mississippi by the way we know all 26 letters of the alphabet and the word y'all greg even as i uttered that slur i was ashamed of it and i apologize joe mississippi getty doesn't need a kicking joe getty ashamed <laughs> i love the american south i love the people of the south yep. love very the cool food. i love the accents i love the music the i sports, even like humidity the sports yeah. All oh, the sports, the music. The sports. I said the music, oh. but we double love the music. <laughs> Moving along, uh, hi, Jack and Joe, Barry from Thailand. Uh, so, in an era when almost everything is possible, try this: <clears throat> Biden steps down as prez. Kamala becomes president. Appoints Hillary VP. You can guess the rest. Hillary Rodham Clinton finally becomes president. What? All right. Well, you yada yada yada. Kamala Harris giving up power. It the only principle she has is give me more power, give me more status. I got no principles but the lust for power. Moving along. <clears throat> Ah, uh, Ali writes, good morning, my most handsome friends. Well, aren't you a sweetheart? Uh, listening to you talk about all the expensive, deadly U.S. military equipment left behind by the Taliban, I've come to the realization that I watch too many action movies and have unrealistic expectations of what our military technology should be able to accomplish. I was certain that embedded in our helicopters and armored vehicles would be a remote kill switch that could render all of the equipment useless, huh. useless if it fell into the wrong hands, maybe even self-destruct. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, well, she says, surely we have the technology to be able to do that. Instead of day tripping to outer space, maybe Bezos and Musk could put a little effort into making sure we stop giving away our expensive uh, equipment to the the enemy. Uh, thank you for the uh, thank you for that note. She says she'll be listening from her deck in the Colorado mountains and reminding myself just how blessed I am to have that luxury, freedom, and peace. That's uh, well said, Allie. Thanks for the note. Uh, here's an interesting thought from Squirrel. Uh, I'm thinking that's a nickname, not literally a, you know, a squirrel that not only can form words and sentences, but has a computer with which to convey them. You're really non-binary if you identify as a squirrel. Yeah, true. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't seen anything about the chance of protesters using the Olympics in Beijing to denigrate China on the international stage about human rights abuses. And if they do, will they be detained? Um, we're free and our athletes receive no real life consequences for free speech. What happens if an athlete names Taiwan as a country or defends the Uyghur slaves? Hope you guys can ask your very learned listeners. That would be a hell of a deal. And it's almost inevitable, isn't it?
1: I don't think we're going to be at the Olympics, so I don't know what's going to, I don't think most countries are going to be at the Olympics.
0: Yeah, I find the idea so loathsome that I'm assuming it's not going to happen, but has anybody formally said, we're not going? And why not? It's next year, right?
1: Yes, right after, uh,
0: because it's winter, it's right after the first year. It's like February, so it's not that far away. Well, wait a second then. I mean, no countries have announced they're not going yet? Nope. What are they waiting for? I don't know. That's what I keep saying. We're getting pretty close. I mean, China has slaves. They have concentration camps. They've murdered at least four million people, and it'll probably be six or seven by the time uh, the Wuhan lab flu settles down. Uh, what would it take to not participate in the Olympics? I know if they invaded Canada, <laughs> if if they nuked Sydney, Australia, you would, what would think it take? That, you would think that would do it. Yeah, um, yeah, Very
1: strong uh, statement just out of the State Department we'll have to bring to you next uh, segment. They're
0: kind of pushing back against uh, some of the narratives out there. So, Well, and we also have another email that's too long to squeeze into this segment, but really, really interesting. Uh, do you know how the U.K. is handling schools and masks and that sort of thing? I don't. i give you a hint. It's very Florida-like. How can you eat
1: your meat if you don't have any pudding or something like that? How can you get that quote wrong? How did- <laughs> You're a Philistine. You're uncultured. We'll update you on all those things next.
0: Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay.
1: So I just spilled coffee on my feet. I hate when I spill coffee. That's one of my least favorite things that I do in my life. Every day is spill coffee. Just drive on me your free. feet. I, feel, I accidentally spill it on my like my shoes or my boots, and then I got to clean them or my jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of the Delta variant running around going crazy, these take-home COVID tests are impossible to find right now. They're flying off the shelves apparently. Now there's a shortage. Well, Hanson got a couple. Since we got exposed to the COVID, and I'm going to take one later. Live on the air. Oh. I think you're only supposed to swab your nasal passage, but that's not good enough for me. I'm going to jam it clear up through my brain pan.
0: <laughs> there you go. Be thorough. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, I'll take that
1: later because you get pretty it results in 15 minutes. So you'll know oh. on the air. If I test positive, I'll just go home, I guess. Now that's entertainment.
0: Mm-hmm. Looking forward to
1: it. So the the Biden administration is trying to do some damage control around this whole Afghanistan thing. And you can understand why, because the poll numbers have been uh, pretty rough. They're um, a little plungy, yes. And so they started this narrative yesterday that the lefty media uh, g- gladly took up. I mean, they have such a pipeline to corporate media to get out their phrase of the day. It's absolutely amazing. You know, part of it is because half the people that are talking to you in big corporate media or writing at you worked in some former Democratic presidential uh, uh, White House. Well, presidential in many White cases, House. Good
0: words, Jack. Well, we we heard what you were driving at. In many cases, their spouses mm-hmm. work in the administration. There are lots and lots of cases of that. It's such an incestuous little uh, town, D.C. So the Biden administration decided to get out. The, this is, is the
1: biggest airlift in human history. It's just like the Berlin Airlift when they got out when the East Germany and West Germany, which uh, I've heard a bunch of people that are super into history point out all the many differences and how that was an amazing success. And uh, this has been an amazing failure. <laughs> but, right. But so but I heard on all your major news outlets, many people are comparing it to the Berlin Airlift. Oh, is that what it says on the piece of paper sent to you from the White House to read to your viewers today? Because you sound exactly like every other channel that I've just tuned in. And it just sickens me that our media takes their talking
0: point straight from politicians. Well, and do they know? Well, right, right. I was going to say, do they not know about Google or, or, or DuckDuckGo? They could research the Berlin Airlift and immediately see that it's a ridiculous comparison. But one of the
1: stories that was making the rounds for a couple of days is the State Department telling people, uh, hey, if you uh, chose not to leave, they started using the term chose not to leave. And we picked up on that yesterday. And I was wondering what's going on. And uh, some, some they're getting beat up a little bit for that. So today, Ross Wilson who's the ambassador to Afghanistan, is going on various news shows like uh, NBC News. uh, Sorry, CBS News with Nora O'Donnell. And he went on there to explain the whole people that didn't want to leave thing. And he makes a decent point. The question has been raised. Why didn't the U.S. get out Americans and our Afghani friends before the Taliban were able to take control of Kabul? you warned about this in a cable were you ignored we put out uh repeated warnings every three weeks to americans going back to i think march or april Uh, each one in stronger terms leave now leave immediately uh never in my my uh 40 years of working uh, uh, since i began working at the state department have i seen such strong uh, such strong language used
0: uh people chose not to leave that's that's their business that's their right uh i i we regret now that that uh, many may find themselves in a position that they would rather not be in uh and we are determined to try to try to help them
1: so i was listening to a debate yesterday a little podcast and they were uh, these were some these are some not biden fans that were debating this but one comparing it to when you have you know the 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 unprepared outback hiker snowshoe people End up stuck, and we have to send in seventy-five thousand dollars worth of helicopters and trained people to get them out when they did something stupid on their own. Is this like that with some of these people in Afghanistan? You've been you're in Af, you're in freaking Afghanistan with your wife and little kids, and you stayed clear till now despite all the warnings and the president, two presidents, announcing we are leaving, and getting out of there. How much responsibility do we have to get them out?
0: I think that's a decent question. Uh, a couple of responses. Uh, given the astounding level of dishonesty out of the administration lately, I'd kind of like to go back and look at those cables myself and see how they were worded. You could argue that the administration was dishonestly saying uh, or, or ignorantly saying that the country would not fall to the Taliban. If it did, it would take a very long time, and people... Put that into their calculation. That
1: is the other side of the argument. People were listening to the noises out of their own government saying, you know, six months to a year. Well, if it I get rise. six months to a year, maybe I, I don't know what you, how you end up in a country like Afghanistan with your kids anyway, even when things were supposedly placid. But um,
0: it just seems weird to me. But people do. Yeah yeah a lot of people were uh afghans uh, they happen to be us citizens but you know their heritage their their family uh is afghan and so they're there you know went back to the country or whatever working there teaching but when sort of
1: trump thing. is dealing with the taliban and the, the secretary of state is meeting with taliban leaders and they're talking about getting the hell out and then mm-hmm. biden continues it
0: maybe ought to yeah. get the hell out well yeah i mean presuming that the 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 ambassador there was telling the truth, and the cables were that strongly worded. You know, the libertarian in me, I mean, for instance, uh, there was a story the other day about a guy got arrested because he refused to leave his home in a wildfire region in California. And I'm comfortable with the idea of the authorities saying, all right, this is a level three evacuation, which means go. If you don't go, we're not going to rescue you. You're going to burn. If, if things take a turn for the worse, I'm comfortable enough with that. I don't, if somebody makes a deliberate decision in the face of good, solid information, that's a, it's an incredibly dangerous situation. Um, that's their right. I'm not going to risk the lives of a bunch of firefighters and cops, for instance, to go rescue them. And, you know, I admire their pluck in a way, but the presumption that they must always go in and rescue is wrong. So, in that spirit, you know, if you did get that strongly worded uh, urgings over and over again, leave now, get out now, then yeah, I guess it's on you, isn't it? Uh, and that
1: doesn't um, uh, let the Biden people off the hook at all for just a disastrous end to this whole thing. I mean, it's still as disastrous as it looks. Um, so I had this uh, that I tweeted last night, and I thought it was really quite amazing <clears throat> about the situation. Uh, for Afghan UN staff that they now are in in Kabul, I'll just read it as I as uh, as I tweeted it out. Uh, the incredible situation Afghan UN staff now find themselves in in Kabul, told to turn up to work and stay positive with no options for sanctuary in U- UN compounds and no support to evacuate. Taliban reprisals have begun against local staff. Foreign senior staff have cleared out. The U.N. staff from 10 countries are demanding to use um, uh, demanding help to get out. Uh, but the long and short of it is that our our embassy is now uh, empty, and people from other countries that were working for the United Nations that aren't Americans, are just hanging out, and there's no plan whatsoever. It doesn't seem to get them out of there. Wow, which yeah, which is absolutely amazing. Danger grows for non-Americans. Afghans with Australian visas have been turned away at the Kabul airport gates. Many with British visas are not even getting that far. Some countries, including the Netherlands, have no means to get their citizens out. Female journalists are focused on deleting all evidence of what they've worked on over the past two decades. So the Taliban can't figure out that they were working with the, the bad guys. Uh, Local U.N. staff, which may number up to 30,000 when all the contractors and their families are included, have virtually no options to get out. And the U.N. is simply leaving them to fend fend for themselves. Wow. Wow. Local U.N. staff are already facing the Taliban's wrath. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres told staff in a video message that this includes harassment and intimidation. But according to staff who spoke to or shared messages with Global Translations... Uh, A media firm. The situation is often worse. Some have already been subjected to Taliban interrogation or have had their cars bombed. There appears to be no plan in place for shredding or removing documents or removing digital hardware. So the whole UN infrastructure is being just, including the people,
0: are just being left behind, it would seem. Wow, that's just horrifying. So getting back to our question of responsibility, what if you're a a worker for the U.N. And the offices are open like our embassy was until the very, very last second. You're getting a a de facto message of it's fine. We're still we're staying. We're here. Everything's good. So our
1: our 700 million dollar embassy is just sitting there. It's it we we smashed all the stuff, burn all the records, and there ain't nobody around protecting it or nothing. That is just a building that is going to belong to the Taliban.
0: That's incredible. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and it's a fortress. Turn it into a shopping mall or an amusement park. Are they down with that sort of thing in the Taliban? I don't think they are. <laughs> an amusement park. Well, do, do, and do they have the Amazon? Does Amazon uh, deliver to Afghanistan? Because they're not going to have a shopping mall. Maybe make, make it an apple an
1: apple store. That'd be cool. Um, but so. While I brought you the story of uh, the fact that a lot of Americans had been warned for some time to get the hell out of there and decided to stay, it would seem, you do have all those U.N. workers that are going to be left behind, and the the, the horrible stories of people being tortured and killed uh, that are the good people that were on our side, those stories are going to continue for weeks and months. The only thing is, you know, whether we'll hear them or not, I guess, because... When the military leaves, I don't think there's going to be any media there.
0: No, although uh, the uh, Taliban and and others like Al-Qaeda, ISIS, they delight in publicizing that sort of thing themselves.
1: So do you remember, uh, was it last year year before Brandeis University kind of became infamous for their crazy list of words that you can't say? Well, they got a new list this year, and it's really fantastic. Another list Beautiful. of words and phrases you're not allowed to say on campus. For this school year and you can't believe it's real i mean it's just the little snowflakes are offended by everything it just doesn't seem possible that this is real but it is real and we'll have that for you next
0: you know what woke means it means you're a loser <laughs> armstrong and getty The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some business news today. Only fans
1: decided to drop their plan to ban sexually explicit content. So between this and the new Spider-Man trailer, what a week for teenage boys. You know what I'm saying? That's right, only fans will keep allowing sexually explicit content. Thank goodness, because without this, who knows where you'd be able to find that stuff online. You know, what I'm saying?
0: You know Fallon seems like a, a genial fellow and a truly nice guy. Yep. And he's very talented in a lot of ways. But Oh, in a lot like, of ways. That, that, <laughs> He's I can't think hardly think of anybody who's more talented than he is. Oh, oh, he's amazing in a lot of ways, but like that joke that his audience just guffawed for, that was barely mildly amusing. He's it's doing just the, obvious. He's doing the Jay Leno thing
1: and apparently he's going to stick with it. Remember he had conversations with Jay Leno who explained to him huh, what, you know, most of America is and what most of America wants. Jay Leno dumbed down his comedy for the Tonight Show, and was number 1 for 20 years or whatever doing it. Um, now uh, Fallon has fallen because the other uh, Colbert, particularly, decided to go full on anti-Trump, and that turned out to be the winning formula. But Fallon's continuing to go with the kind of like for regular person humor, I guess. Whoa, no. whoa, no. and they think that's the best way to do it. Um. So I was actually googling last night. I wish I could talk more about all these different situations. I just got a bunch of different situations going on uh, like like other people do. My mind, my, my life is not particularly unique from anybody else, but I do have a confluence of major life things that are happening at the same time. And I was actually Googling the other uh, last night. What does it feel like when you're about to snap? And I went through a, a whole bunch of different uh, different uh, articles and stuff like that and not snap like i don't think i'm going to snap like in an angry way i'm i'm worried about doing uh we had a coworker who ended up just staring out the window one time yeah couldn't couldn't be reached couldn't be talked to he, just stared he locked up and stared out the window and he got taken off uh, in an ambulance like that i'm thinking something like that or i just failed to turn toward my house when i'm heading home one day and drive until i get to canada or something like that you know um, I don't know what that's uh, what that feels like. I feel like I'm close to one of those things. And, oh boy! And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you see it coming or what do they call that? A, a, a psychic break? Psychic or... break? Yeah, yeah. It can happen a whole bunch of different ways. Uh, but man, I did 24 hours at the well. 24 hours at the emergency room will make you insane anyway. Um, I don't know how emergency room people do it, although they do develop a certain. Um, hardness from being in that environment all the time that you notice when you're there. And I, and, 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 and you might think as a uh, customer of the emergency room, Hey, I get why you're like this, <laughs> but I'm not here all the time. Right. So, uh, and this is my, like one time every five years at the emergency room. So, uh, I'm not used to your, your level of, uh, indifference. Well, that's not yeah. the right word. Um, you know, if I got to believe Yeah. 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 I, I that would be a, a very difficult job. That being a cop being a, a emergency or all kinds. There's all kinds of jobs like that. It'd be, it'd be very difficult to continue to have the compassion for every individual situation.
0: In fact, it probably would be impossible to do for very long. Yeah, it'd be unhealthy. I don't think your psyche as the uh, <clears throat> emergency room person could, could survive terribly long. Although you have to remember the humanity of the people you're dealing with. Um, and if you can't, you're probably not cut out for that work. But that's easy for me to say. I don't do it.
1: Yeah. So, Brandeis University got a lot of attention a couple of years ago when they put out their list of uh, words and phrases that professors couldn't use, and we made fun of it, and everybody made fun of it. And you would have thought that they'd have felt maybe chagrined enough that they wouldn't continue down that path, but they have. That would require self awareness. And uh, they apparently think they're on the right side of history, so they've got their new expanded list of uh, words to avoid at this ultra woke college. Warning against joking about, for instance, obsessive-compulsive disorder, unless you've actually been diagnosed with it. More than a dozen words and phrases have been added to Brandeis University's widely mocked compendium of violent and identity-based terminology ahead of the new fall semester. The elite Massachusetts uh, school compiled the list and says that what may be offensive to an outsider to say might be acceptably used by a member of that group. Okay. Okay. For instance, I'm so OCD. People say that. Uh, you're not allowed to say that. Unless you have obsessive compulsive disorder, you should not say I'm so OCD. The park, that's the Prevention Advocacy and Resource Center at the college, because you got to have one of those, says that if you uh, want to say something like that, you should say, I'm very organized and detail-oriented. You shouldn't say I'm, I'm so OCD. For instance. My
0: heine is already tired by this. The stupidity, the lack of wisdom, the up their own buttedness of it. Speaking of being already... up, speaking of being up their own butt,
1: they changed the name of their own list from the oppressive language list to the suggested language list, because the word oppressive might uh be a
0: trigger for <laughs> oppressed people. So their own list they changed the name <laughs> of. Wow, they're like Let's see. They're bent over, up their own butt, then like all the way around, (laughs) and then up it again. (laughs) It's Uh, like a painting by M.C. Escher. New additions include Whipped into Shape, which they said can invoke
1: imagery of enslavement and torture. All right. Instead, students and staffers. It costs $76,000 a year to go there, by the way. (laughs) $76,000 a year for this. Uh, You should. You're supposed to use terms like organize, spruce up, and put in order instead of whipped into shape. Um, Some of these are kind of funny. There's more than one way to skin a cat, they say. Now, I don't think there's any damage in saying that, but that is a weird expression (laughs) that we regularly throw around. Like,
0: Like, you're. Like anybody's ever skinning cats. Like cat skinning is. Everybody does it. You know. <laughs> uh, People uh, keep, are constantly <laughs> arguing about the best
1: way. <laughs> Killing two birds with one stone and beating a dead horse are all phrases that normalize violence against animals and should no longer be used at the university. For instance, feeding two birds with one steed, with one seed or taking care of two things at once. The stupidity is astounding. Uh, they've done away with handicapped spacers. A bunch of other ones we'll have to get to later in the show. But you get the gist of it.
0: Armstrong and Getty.